Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Today we have Jeff Lindsay from the Lindsay Way. And uh, at Bowhunter Planet headquarters we have myself, James Nopoom, Bob McGee, Chris McGee, and Tim Mazarana. Jeff, how you doing? Doing great. How you guys doing? Great. Good. Just ate, we just ate ourselves a nice little venison dinner out of our can cooker. It was really good. Oh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little spicy. It's actually pretty good. So, uh, what part of the deer? Uh, I'm not sure. Dave cooked it. Knowing Dave, you yeah, he yeah, he (laughs) he didn't give us back straps. I'm gonna tell you that right. Yeah, flank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> steaks. Uh. What's being said here? <laughs> he was asking what what, what kind of meat the, we got, and I said, "No, Dave, it's the cheap part." Jeff, don't take crap from <laughs> these guys, or the <laughs> st- or the stuff from 2015. <laughs> yeah, clean, clean it out. Freezer burn. Freezer burn. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about your show. You know, we watch it all the time. I know you, uh, you, you did a lot of stuff with the breweries at first. So, uh, so tell us a little Give bit. Give us a little background. Yeah. Yeah, you know, me and my dad both. We were with, uh, you know, Drury Outdoors um, for eight years. Um, you know, we had a great relationship. Mark, Terry, Matt, Taylor, all those, all that team over there. And we had, you know, we got lifelong friends. And we just decided um, it, it was time for us to split off a couple of years ago and. Uh, you know the, the videos and the, the TV shows. Uh, everything was just kind of changing, so we thought it was a good time to step out. And uh, you know, we we parted ways on on good terms for for both us and them, and we remain friends. And we're probably you know better. You know, Mark's a neighbor of ours and I, so we're probably as good of friends now that we ever have been because it's not on a you know more of a working relationship now. It's just total friends, hunting neighbors. We just talk about talk about deer and turkey yeah. now. So. Uh, so, so your neighbors at the Drury, so I'm assuming your property is horrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible, yeah. I mean, it's in a good area. We actually, you know, our, our farm is right there in Iowa. Part of our farm used to be, uh, you know, Mark's original farm. And that's kind of how we met Mark is, uh, you know, went, to, went up there, went turkey hunting, got the look, and he was selling his farm. And, and we bought a piece, piece of his and then just kind of added to it. And uh, Mark had some land that, you know, he kind of worked out to stay neighbors and and we've been able to build a pretty good chunk right there. And, and you know, we were able to do it at a time, you know, many moons ago. And, yeah. uh, land was a lot more affordable, so it, oh, it, it would be, it'd be harder, a lot harder to do now. But we, oh, we, I'm we, sure. <laughs> we've been blessed for sure. And that just kind of, you know, led us to the Lindsay Way. You know, it was a, it was a long process, but we knew when it would, would be time. You know, my dad, he was, he was all for it. I was kind of comfortable with Drury, you know, riding it out, but... He kind of pushed me, and you know we're we're thankful we did it. And you know now we're, heck, we're going into season, about to start filming season three in, in two months. But you know season two is about to air, uh, starting next week. You know season one uh, was our first year. You know Heartland Bowhunter, those guys over there, the, the guys producing it. And, oh, <laughs> we had those guys on. I mean their their production quality is out of amazing. Oh yeah, they're, they're just just awesome. some of the little things like they drove through leaves in slow motion. I'm like wow, like who just yeah, even yeah, just thinks of that? Little things, 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, you know, that they do a good job of, you know, kind of making you feel like you're there and, and kind of telling what the hunt's all about. And, that, and that's kind of what we, and everybody hunts for different reasons, but, you know, we hunt, spend time with our family. Obviously, we're, we're driven by, by big deer, but, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it, you know, shoot what makes you happy, and it's time spent with the family and friends, and that's, at the, at the end of the day, it's all you got. So that's, that's kind of our goal, to, you know, really try to show people why we, or not necessarily why we hunt, but the feelings and, and everything that's involved with it. Is it the passion. It's the passion the of passion. hunting. Absolutely. So you have, yes, you have the new, you have the new season launching, um, and not, not to ruin the season, but, but can you give us some of the, uh, the highlights as to what we might expect here coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. On season two, you know, we started out, uh, the first year we made it, you know, we're whitetail guys for sure. However, we do a lot of elk hunting. We do a little bit of mule, mule deer hunting. So we, we started off with whitetail. We wanted to start strong. And this year, since it was our second season, we decided to do it more in chronological order. So, you know, we, our first two episodes were, were mule deer. We killed, you know, I shot a 175-inch mule deer. My dad shot 182-inch deer out in Utah. And then we went to the Utah with a couple but I mean, Colorado with a couple buddies. And we shot some bull elk with our with our guns in the eastern plains of Colorado. And, and then, um, then we, you know, we had, we started hunting Iowa. Actually, we go to Kansas. My wife shoots good here in Kansas. And then from there, it's pretty much whitetail from there on out. You know, we kill, my dad shoots a, a 178 10 pointer in Iowa. I shoot a, a 170 inch deer in Iowa. And, uh, you know, but the kind of the, the highlight of, of my year, of our year would be my mother shot a deer we call MVP. It was a, a five-and-a-half-year-old buck that, you know, my, me and my dad hadn't really hunted, but she, she doesn't get to hunt much for late season, and as time rolled around, uh, the deer was still there. She went out, and she got him, and, and she deserved it, you know, more than anybody. So that, that hunt right there made our whole year. That's yeah, probably that's cool. the, the episode that we're really looking forward to. Did you do a rifle or gun, Jeff? A muzzleloader. Cool. Nice. cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah so- he has a bow. Our goal this year is to get her a deer with her bow, you know, a doe, buck, whatever, whatever gets close enough. That's the goal <laughs> this year, so it, so it'll you're never too never too old to start bow hunting. No, so. you're not. So that's we, just, we just talked about yeah. that actually. <laughs> yeah, Tim was in his late thirties. <laughs> yeah, not even in my late thirties, but it's not not too not too far off the mark though. <laughs> yeah, my mom won't listen to this, so I can I can say it. <laughs> I won't get in trouble. But she's in her early sixties, but uh, you know, she started shooting a bow a couple of years ago and we got her a, a PSC set up now. It's you know, it's it's at the minimum she's you know, it's funny, you know, you can take the strongest person in the world, but if they've never pulled a bow back, that is a unique mm-hmm, muscle yeah. uh, group that y- you have to train and you have to learn. So we're we're working her up, but I think by this year she'll be ready to go. And, of course, she's pulling 70 pounds. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 80. She's pulling more than most, uh, most of your hunters probably listen to this. <laughs> I, think, I think it's like 35 pounds. you got to be at the yeah. minimum. That's all right you need. That's all you need to kill. So speak, speaking of uh, filming, we know that at one point you guys had the largest whitetail kill on film, and that's pretty right. much everybody in America's dream. That's what was that like? You know, it was weird. Um, you know, looking back, we would have done did things a lot differently. It was a deer called um, Baby G. You know, my dad had had some bad luck with Goliath uh, the year before, two years before, whatever it was, and. 
you know, he's more more known for not getting Goliath killed than he is killing Baby G. <laughs> but Baby, Baby G scored better, but he didn't have the frame. You know, Goliath was just a, a world class frame. Very few deer ever walked the face of the earth mm-hmm. that had a had a frame like that. But it, it was a good it was a good hunt um, with Goliath. I mean, it was just extremely hard to beat. He he was filming himself, and you know, if he had had a cameraman, we'd probably have a dead deer. And, and then so. I said, I seen what had happened. I said, you're hunting baby G. I said, I'm not even going to go over there. If he comes by me, I'm not even shooting him. He means nothing to me. And you know, we're all about shooting deer. It's, that, that means something to yeah. you. We all, yeah. we always kind of go after deer. Each own has our spots, but each person kind of has the deer they're after. And if we can help it, you know, unless it's accident or something, we're not going to shoot the other person's deer that they're after. Yeah. Uh, Unless we get mad at each other, but that's <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games <laughs> until somebody shoots my deer. Yeah. It's all fun and games until somebody until another two hundred shows up. <laughs> but two hundreds are far, few and far between. Oh, yeah. At that point, he had uh, he'd already killed one, and I said, "Now nah, you're shooting him." And so he, he hunted baby G, and he had excellent footage of him one night coming right to the bean field. And uh, he bedded down at 100 yards, like an hour before dark, and in this beautiful grass. And we just thought that he was going to stand back up. Uh, my cameraman was with him that night because they thought they would see him. And he never stood back up. Hindsight's 20-20. They probably tried, should have tried to get him up or something. But it, it didn't happen. And then, the, uh, you know, two weeks later, three weeks later, whenever it was, he had a rookie cameraman that went out there. And, I mean, he got the kill on film, but it wasn't nothing spectacular but he had been hunting him all year that you know it was, it was almost like groundhog day it was another day maybe he'd get lucky maybe not but to have it do over again with i would have sent him my cameraman and, and the guy that did it was you know was a great guy he just didn't have a whole lot of experience yeah. mm-hmm. if, if little john would have been there and and my dad had, uh, had already had him get away you know once and he's like you better get, he's like i can't see him i can't see him he's like you better get on him because i'm about <laughs> to kill him i don't care about the video stuff i won't put dear dad so. <laughs> but he got him and then and, and you know the way it tied in and kind of completed the whole you know david versus goliath and then, then he gets baby g story it it made for a, a happy ending but it was uh it was a, a roller coaster ride there for a couple of years to, to get to that point so, um, so what I want to know is, is how you how do you come up with these names? What, is there is there a process to it? Uh, no, you know, I, spur of the moment. I'm always hearing these cool nicknames and stuff, and certain nicknames just stick. You know, we have certain fields on our farm. Where, oh, this cool name stick, and you know, if if it don't stick or we don't ever call it that again or we forget it, you know, that's not a good nickname. So, right. You know, Baby G obviously just came after Goliath. We thought he was a baby Goliath, and I think Mark had got Mark. I knew was was had pictures of Baby G, and he didn't have pictures of Goliath, but he had pictures of Baby G. So he he had, he was the one who named him. So, um, some, and you know, Mark and ourselves, we share some deer. We share probably you know twenty five percent of the deer on our farm probably go north to his farm, but we don't always share nicknames. We kind of have our own nick names for them unless it starts out early and then we just say okay this is what we're going to call this deer but you know most of the time that's me just being goofy coming up with a name and it sticks and and you know when i say it it's probably people are like what the heck that's really goofy sounding but you know it's just like calling one of my kids now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I used to name my cars so, <laughs> so you know you guys shoot pse which mile are you shooting this year uh, I shoot the Carbon Air. My dad, he's, yeah. uh, he's, he's, 
we're going to shoot the new, you know, Evolve this year. Um, but I'm shooting the Carbon Air. I love it. Uh, he, he's kind of still stuck on his, uh, gosh, the, the, the decree, I think it is. He's still shooting that one. So he's one of those, you know, I shoot whatever's out, new bow, new flagship bow. That's the one I'm shooting. He's one of those that he, he swaps about every two years. He gets yeah. comfortable with the bow and he's. Yeah, I totally get it. That's how we are here. It's like we're shooting two or three different bows. It's like, you know what? Sometimes it'd be nice just to just stick with one. hold on to one for a couple of years. But <laughs> this is what it is. But yeah, that carbon air was awesome. We had one of those, and uh, it was fun to shoot. Comfortable with? Yeah. You get one you're comfortable with. I mean, I don't. You know, used to uh, bows were a lot more affordable, and you could afford to, and, and it didn't matter at the time. You could afford just to swap every year and. You're selling them to your buddies or whatever, and now yeah. it's like, yeah, they're getting up there in price. You gotta, yeah. you <laughs> well, not only that, people are always asking us, you know, what's the best bow out there? And when you get into that that realm to where you're spending $900,000 plus, they're all great bows. Yeah. It just I, comes I, down I, to personal I, preference. I agree with that 100%. You know, obviously, we shoot what we shoot uh, because it's what we think is the best, but but it's like driving a truck. Everybody has has their, yeah, um, personal preference. their own preference, and everybody's had good and bad experiences with with various bows, you know. But once you get to that level, you can't go wrong nope. right. with any of them. And, and any of those guys, any of the, the VP of sales or whatever from any of those companies, you could line all all of them up today, and they'd all tell you that. I mean, that's just the truth. Yeah. Right. So what kind of – go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying, so what, you guys just shoot a variety of bows, huh? Yeah, we get a little bit of everything. You know, uh, I think we're going to do a little bow tech this year, Session Bear. We got a whole bunch of, you know, we do a little work for They're everybody. Kind of and, yeah, yeah, well, I think what's nice, you know, being being, um, being that, you know, we, we kind of work with a lot of different companies out there in the industry. We have an opportunity to really see what's out there in the market and, and uh you know, we run we run some pro staffs. We have an ambassador program that's out there right now, and uh, it really allows us to let our people um, be able to decide what they want to shoot. And I think it just speaks to that same point: is that you know, there's a lot of good bows out there. It's about personal preference, and it allows us to put you know the the different equipment in, in different people's hands, and, and you know, hopefully make them more successful in their hunts. Right. So I agree. That's a good strategy. Yeah, so I'm you know looking at your Facebook here. Um, see that you guys got a giveaway. So I just wanted to mention that real quick to everybody. Um, you know, this is, and I know ten days. Yep, that you guys are uh, giving away uh, some uh, some product on your website here for some likes and some shares, which is pretty cool. I like uh, you know it, it just kind of shows that you guys are out there for your fans and uh, you know you're looking out for everybody, which is cool. So yeah, we did that last year. You know, we did it a ten day countdown you know a lot of people are like oh my lord's getting on our nerves but you know there's, there's there's twice as many saying oh man i love free stuff keep doing that and a lot of people say exactly that you guys giving back to your fans and that's what yeah. we try to do i mean we're not you know we don't make a living off our tv show we we we're, we do it because we love it we've been yeah. being able to document it and share it and kind of relive it that, that's the reason we do it and yeah. spend time with our family but um yeah 10 day giveaway you know our show actually we got six airings on the sportsman's channel and it actually begins next Monday, but because our primetime slot is 8 o'clock on, on a Sunday night, you know, that's really kind of what we want to promote. Just because it is. It's primetime, and we want to sit down, you know, get on Facebook, get on Instagram, whatever. You know, interact with our fans. So we're kind of just pushing the primetime right now. 
Very cool, man. So we, yeah, we look forward to all of your episodes. We cannot wait, um, you know, to, to check you guys out this season. I know yeah. it's it's just kicking off, and uh, we appreciate the hats and the video too that you sent us. Yeah, oh, very yeah. cool. Very cool. So, so where can our where can our uh, listeners here catch your show? I know you're on the Sportsman Channel. Do you have the the times? I'm sure yes, we can go I, check it out. I, I can I can pull them up right here. I got them. Uh, but like I said, the main one is you know eight o'clock on Sunday nights, and that begins next. Next Sunday, July second. Okay. Um, Monday at seven a.m. Uh, Wednesday at two thirty a.m. and six thirty p.m. Okay. On Wednesday and Thursday at one thirty p.m. Awesome. Cool. So, cool. Got a little something. No matter what shift you're working at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll turn with either sportsman or outdoor channel on at just the weirdest time. <laughs> well, it doesn't even matter when you're when you're working. You. Nowadays, everybody's got a VCR or a, a VCR. VCR. Actually, but, not, but nowadays, nobody, nobody has, has a VCR. VCR. <laughs> VCR. VCR. I do. Hey, it's three-letter abbreviation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Close enough. TiVo, TVR, all that. Awesome, man. Well, we really appreciate you joining us today, so... Well, I hope everybody goes uh, and you know checks out your new episodes coming up, and uh, you know check out their Facebook as well for uh, for all the for the giveaway that's going on. So I appreciate yeah. you joining. Dead us. Ringer Broadheads is no joke. They're awesome. Yeah, awesome. Today and it'll you know we'll kind of every we'll have something the next ten days. So yeah, get on there, like it up, and we'll pick some winners. We'll probably go Facebook Live the uh, the day of the premiere and, and draw some winners. Awesome. Cool. Yep, looking forward to seeing your new episodes, man. I'll let you get back to. Cutting that grass. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get some well-needed rain right now. Oh, I know. Stressful week at work, and I'm going to decompress until it gets dark, and I can't do no more. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Great. Way to do it. Enjoy your chill. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good Jeff. Good luck this fall. Hey, you, you too. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.